Musical Theater Writer Guy is recorded as a YouTube channel series on Muncie Lenape and Canarsie lands. The audio from each episode is also released here in podcast form. To watch or to learn more, please find us on YouTube or through my website at michaelraddy.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-D-I dot com. Enjoy the show. Today's video is for all of you out there who ever need to sing or speak. Well, I guess that's most of you. Never mind, today's video is basically for everybody. Carry on. We use our voices literally every single day. Sometimes a lot, sometimes barely at all, but we do. It's a gigantic way of how we communicate as human beings. But do you know how to actually use your voice? Now, some of you trained singers may be tempted to say, nah, I got this, and turn the video off. However, there may be some information that's new to you, or that could be a helpful reminder of something you've already been taught. Okay, no one ever sits down and teaches us how to make sounds with our vocal cords. In fact, it's one of the first things that we do as soon as we leave the womb. The greatest communication tool that we have from infancy onward is our voice. So, let's learn how to use it better. Hello everyone, I'm Michael Ratty, aka Musical Theater Writer Guy. Musical Theater Writer Guy. That's me. Welcome to my channel where I talk about everything musical theater from a storytelling perspective. I upload videos every other Friday, so make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell to never miss an episode. As a performer, composer, lyricist, librettist, musical director, and vocal coach, I believe that understanding effective musical theater storytelling can help theater makers of all kinds to create and enjoy high quality art and entertainment. Whether you're a performer, a writer, director, designer, composer, stagehand, audience member, a professional artist, aspiring or you simply love the theater, my goal is to present you with an informational toolkit that will enhance your theatrical experiences and help to bolster your enjoyment of the theater. Today is all about your voice, how it works, how to control it, and how to treat it better daily. Well, my cords are warmed up and ready to go, so let's do this thing. Vocal cords, also known as vocal folds, are these two banded masses of muscular tissue that sit in your larynx also known as your voice box. You can find your larynx by taking two fingers on both hands and feeling along your neck until you feel that there's a little bit of a mass here. Feels muscular, but it moves as a whole. Yeah, kind of weird if you've never done this before. That is your larynx and your vocal cords are in here. Now, these folds ring if they are activated by a controlled airflow passing over and through them on the way out of the vocal tract. The vocal tract being from the larynx up through the throat and out either through the mouth and or the nasal cavity. We can of course send air through this tract without producing any sound like sighing or whispering or just breathing. But if we want to produce a sound, we engage the muscular tissue and allow our folds to begin vibrating at a specific frequency, which creates pitch. The pitch is the note or the general note range that we produce. We can change these pitches much like a musical string instrument by lengthening or shortening the vocal folds. Think of a guitar. If you pluck a string, it will make the pitch, the sound, the note of its lowest note. But if you shorten it with a finger or with a capo and pluck it again, it will create a higher pitch. Now this part we pretty innately know how to do. Even if you don't consider yourself a singer at all, you know how to change the pitches of your voice. And we do it naturally when we speak. Inflection. 
a very large part of speaking and communication is just changing our pitches as we say words. But here's tip number one. Find your voice and speak on it. What? Everyone's vocal folds naturally have a pitch range that they are most comfortable and relaxed in. But unless you've gone through the process of finding this pitch range, you likely speak far below your voice. We generally speak in low frequencies with a lot of excess air in a manner that we generally think of as relaxed or casual. But what that means is that we're constantly asking our vocal folds to elongate to the extremes and then we're also not giving them enough air to support that sound. Ever find yourself losing your voice easily, especially after talking a lot or loudly or being at a concert or at a noisy restaurant? Often, this is because you're trying to use your vocal cords for a long period of time at one of their extreme ranges and they don't like that very much. So for instance, you may have been hearing how much inflection I've been talking with in this video and how much more I've been going down. My voice naturally is up here and that's why I use it when I'm making these videos because it carries and it helps my vocal cords feel like they're not getting tired while I make the videos. However, in normal life, I pretty much always talk down here. This is like a very conversational sort of tone. However, you can kind of hear my voice is coming in and out a little bit because it's being elongated and I'm not giving enough air to support that low sound. So to find where your voice sits on your vocal cords, it's very likely going to be much higher than you want it to be or expect it to be. It might feel a little bit uh, shrill or nasal or loud or forward. It's kind of weird going through the process the first time, but I can guarantee you that once you find it, that's where your cords are naturally going to want to ring the most and the most relaxed. Okay, let's move beyond pitch. You'll notice from my earlier explanation of the voice that I mentioned controlled airflow. What's that about? Well, if we let our lungs do what they normally do when we're not really giving too much thought to it, they're providing a pretty small amount of air to our vocal cords. We don't require a lot of air to live our daily lives and to obtain oxygen. Our lungs are really just programmed to keep us alive, not make our voice feel good. When we don't give our voice enough air or enough controlled air, we get sounds that have a lot of excess air in them. Perhaps your voice often sounds super breathy, or perhaps your voice never feels good because you talk with a vocal fry. Very West Coast. Well, when we let this happen, our throat and our cords become super agitated because they're not getting to use the airflow the way that they want to. Your folds will smack together or ring at slightly different frequencies, or perhaps they kind of sound like they skip a beat because of the excess air passing through. Any and all of these means that your voice isn't going to feel great or feel very taken care of. It can build up over time and you can become hoarse or lose your your voice or even have damage in more extreme cases. So what do we do? Here's tip number two. I made a rhyme. Guys, I am a lyricist. Well, we learned to control the airflow. But before we talk about this one in depth, I am very excited to tell you that beginning this fall, I will be teaching and facilitating a brand new class seminar class called Vocal Performance Level Up. Now, I want to let you all know that this seminar class isn't for beginners and it's not for people who are still learning the basics of their instrument. This class is for singers who have a strong foundation 
and who are looking to make their vocal performances as healthy, captivating, and as professional as possible. Now, this may mean that you are already a professional working in the field, or perhaps you are not, but want to be. Either way, this class is for you. I'm looking to cultivate a group of dedicated and hardworking individuals ready to uplift their own work as well as the work of their peers. The first section of this class will run this fall over the course of 10 75-minute sessions. Since this is a seminar-style class where everyone will be expected to participate in both the performance and the feedback process, I will be capping the class size at 10. Yes, this does mean that spots are highly limited, but the feedback is a foundational component of this class, and I want to make sure that everyone has a voice in the room. My main goal is to help you level up not just your technique and your ability to tell a story through song, but also your ability to self-analyze your vocal needs through observation, as well as giving and receiving feedback. This first run of the class will be 425 for the 10 sessions with this select group, less than $45 per 75-minute session. All right, you may be wondering why a class like this. Well, in my experience with vocal education, I didn't really enjoy having to rely on my voice teachers for my vocal health. It's great that I had such wonderful teachers who could teach me how to better use my instrument and in a free and healthy way. But when I didn't have access to them for a lesson, I wasn't really sure how I would know if I was doing what needed to be done for my voice and for my body. And that didn't feel great. Now don't get me wrong, I knew when I sounded good or when something felt a little bit strained, but I didn't know how to truly self-analyze. And it didn't seem like people were really teaching this to musical theater performers. But I've seen how having this ability can change a singer's life and open up an entire vocal world. It happened to me, it's happened to many of my students, and it can happen to you as well. We're about to enter a new chapter in the book of musical theater, and I want to make sure that those dedicated to this craft can begin that chapter with great technique and ability, yes, absolutely, but also, with confidence that they have the tools necessary in their toolkit to sing in a free and healthy way. It's just too important. And to be able to uplift the work of those around you as well, well, who can say that that would hurt? So if you'd like to join me for this fall's vocal performance level up class, head on over to michaelratty.com and contact me to set up a free consultation. We'll hop on Zoom together and chat about your goals and why you think this class is a great fit for you and for where you are in your vocal journey right now. I wanna make sure that we are cultivating the right group of individuals, so this call will be important. And since the class is being maxed out at 10, don't wait too long. Okay. I can't wait to chat with you so very soon about how we're going to level up your vocal performance. Now, back to controlling airflow. The main way to do this is with the diaphragm, which is this little frowny face muscle attached to the bottom of your lungs. It actually pulls your lungs downward as they fill. We always think about our lung expanding outward, but there's only so far that they can actually expand because they're tucked in here and there's bones in 360. So if we are going to feel in a larger way, the diaphragm is actually pulling pretty far down in our bodies and we can feel that shift and then we can use that to create vocal support. This diaphragmatic control of the airflow, this breath support, is the basis for all vocal work. And this vocal work can be singing or acting or voiceover or speech giving, anything at all that uses the voice as the main instrument. One of the other main ways that we can control our airflow, and there are many that I could teach and do teach, is with our 
consonants. Most of us have never been taught how to use our consonants deliberately. We just kind of make the sounds that we need to make to get the words out and be understood. But if you speak or sing with intention and use your consonants to purposely move the air forward and out of your mouth, you will have a much better control of the airflow's speed and how much there is as it's leaving your mouth. Even just speaking with good diction or proper enunciation can do wonders for using your voice in a healthier and more relaxed way. And again, most of us are never taught how to use our voices properly, like ever. And even for vocal professionals, they may not be given all the tools necessary to make sure that they're always using their voice in a healthy and free way. But since our voices are our greatest communicative tool, we've got to make sure that we're taking care of them every single day. All right, fellow cast members, now it's time to hear your thoughts. If you like this video and are interested in hearing more, make sure to hit that like button and, more importantly, leave a comment below. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. Was this all new to you? Did you learn something that you're gonna try? Were the terms super confusing? The theater is a community and I want this channel to be an extension of that community. So I do wanna hear from you. And if you'd like to join our Patreon community with more information and more access, you can click that link in the description below, knowing that I could not do all that I do without you and your support. The next episode will arrive in two weeks, but in the meantime, consider joining me for vocal performance level up and you can check out some other episodes here. Thank you all for being here with me today, and I'll see you again soon. Cheers! Thank you for listening to Musical Theater Writer Guy, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and review this show as it really helps others to discover what you already know. And please do share this show far and wide so we may all become an even closer musical theater community.